Hey guys, and welcome back to Tina Marie with your girl, the Hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? I've been watching some anime, and also, I'm sorry if things sound a little different. I'm trying to record my podcast on the go, because this is how I live my life. And yeah, I'm a hot mess. Anyways, I'm watching some anime, left and right, meaning my you know, my life is boring, or like, fuck this place. But yeah, uh, I decided to finally jump on the bandwagon. And I kind of wanted to talk about A Silent Voice, which is a movie, animated movie that came out around 2016, if I'm not mistaken. I'll double check that for you guys. But I've been hesitant to speak about this because, um, you know, I heard it could be a little disturbing. So I'm going to let you guys know that uh, this is your warning. Uh, There's going to be some graphic mentionings. Okay, so I watched it on Netflix and, you know... It was, it's very serene, but um, also kind of slow, so I kind of watched it at double speed. I know that some fans are going to be like, oh my god, I can't believe that you did that. That's kind of sacrilegious, but um, yeah, no, I just, I couldn't. So, <laughs> but yeah, from what I checked, the anime was released in 2016, and it was produced by Kato Animations, so it's not not that new. Um, and it's actually based on a manga of the same name, which I actually found on Amazon the set for, like, if I'm mistaken, less than $30, and it's, like, four volumes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think it's around that. Um, yeah. So, the story is about Shoya Isida, and he's a schoolboy, he's, like, a pretty, like, little average guy. Um, he has, you know, a lot of friends in this classroom, and you know he ends up bullying the pretty deaf girl named Shoko Shoko Nishinomiya Nishinomiya I can't pronounce that shit. Sorry. Um, but you know he's not alone. But you know the main antagonist is Shoya. And the the bullying becomes so severe that kind of like the adults have to step in. And when they do, Shoya kind of takes the downfall. As everyone who was also bullying Shonako points the finger at him. You know? And, like, some of them weren't directly pointing at her, bullying her, but, like, talking behind her back and helping him steal, like, her hearing aids. Which, you know, that's... Honestly, that scene made me almost cry. I'm not gonna lie. But, um, yeah. This leads to Shoko, like, um, to transfer schools... Uh, and makes Shoya kind of like the one responsible, and this makes like him like be bullied and like isolated, and these rumors like travel with him from middle school all the way to basically high school, where hope like where not many people know who he is, so like that kind of keeps him on a safe route. But you know, growing up through like like through all this trauma, has kind of made him grow up kind of alone and depressed. And when we finally get to him in high school, he's basically, like, self-loathing, he's self-isolating, and it's leading him, like, down a bad mental health path, where he can't even look people in the eye because he sees people as potential enemies. But just as he started making a friend, Shoko reappears, and now, you know, he takes the opportunity to try and make amends. Real, but Shoko has her own traumas and things that she deals with. Like, you know, she, not only she deaf, but she's been bullied. 
people kind of look down at her with like pity and she kind of feels pitiful for herself and you know these feelings you know they travel through with you you know through time uh people from her past are also coming around and this doesn't kind of make it easy for him to make amends and yeah but uh, i do definitely recommend that people watch this honestly i found it very interesting but i was also really kind of triggered i'm not gonna lie like seeing that little death girl get bullied i can't she was so pretty her little pink hair and to see like her attack that way honestly like it filled me up with a rage that i haven't felt in a while um you know not okay so i just kind of take it personally because i have people in my family who are deaf and i'm not gonna lie they're total fucking badasses i have people with mental illnesses i have mental illnesses myself um so to me to see someone get bullied over something that they really can't control that's really fucked up to be bullied in general is really fucked up um but yeah uh i kind of really hated how nobody stepped in really like and even if they did then they tried to like make social amends by like talking shit about her behind her back like i i really didn't like this this was not for me when they were like the beginning so yeah i was mad at the kids but i was also kind of mad at the adults like do you not see this happening around you but i'm like sometimes teachers get distracted you know everyone's on a like a human but still (laughs) and then finally you know when all was said and done the person i was the most mad at was shoko herself okay i know this is gonna sound fucked up and here's why i say it After a certain point, you have to stand up for yourself. You're not a kid anymore. You know, I understand that some people like to avoid, you know, like, those types of transgressions, like getting involved with people or whatever. But there has to be a point where you stand up for yourself. You're a person. You deserve rights. You deserve to not be attacked. That's, you know, basics. But besides the plot... Uh, <laughs> I really thought that the artwork was so beautiful. It was so serene. You felt the environment like come around you. And I like how it wasn't too like too crazy with it. And they show like, you know, different family dynamics and like how some people react to having, you know, people who are disabled or noticeably noticeably disabled in their families. So I I really think it's something that if you can watch it, do if you feel like mentally you cannot, don't tax yourself with it. I you know it it's it's that. But to clear the waters, I did see, uh, Yugi-san Chan wants to hang out, and honestly, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it now. The amount of bullshit overly long titles has got to stop has got to stop we went from like two word three word titles to literally a whole motherfucking sentence bruh what's next a paragraph no i can't anyways watching that uh i'm gonna have some opinions and you can feel free to disagree and honestly i want to tell you not to do what to do 
but here's my hot take. Um, take it with a grain of salt, of course. Yukasa Chan, her, like the the character, girl character, uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable watching her. Okay. It's not being an extrovert that is the problem. I don't have a problem against extroverts. I love extroverts. I think they're wonderful and they help keep introverts like me like trying new shit or like at least open to new people. But <sighs> she basically looks extremely young and has these giant tetas like these giant titties and you know i'm not gonna say that doesn't happen because some people are short and just do have big boobs but like it's a little you could have tried to make her a little look a little older um and then she has that super high-pitched voice and super outgoing personality i mean it does save her that she's sarcastic in a way, because otherwise she would have been a little too childlike, and I'm not into that lolly sh- I'm sorry. I could sit there and say it's cute, but I'm not, you know, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> but let me let me explain why I think she's a terrible character, not in not by design, but by personality. So our main character is this guy named Sinichi, and he is like you know a little scary looking. He has a very muscular build, you know, very, like, angry, the seppuku-looking eyes, like, very angry-looking eyes. But he's actually really chill, really calm. He likes kind of being alone and doing his own thing, playing video games, doing exercise, you know, working in a cafe. He's, like, we started at the the beginning, he's, like, a sophomore in college. But then, as a sort of progress, he's basically a junior. We spend more time with him as a junior than as a sophomore. So, you know, this is college life, college age, which I kind of appreciate. And here comes along Yuzuka-chan. Like a fucking... Okay, I'm going to say this word and don't don't get offended by this. But if you know someone like it, you know someone like this. An emotional terrorist, basically. <laughs> And, okay, let me explain to you what I mean by that. She comes in, and then all of a sudden, she just tries barging into his life, making situations up in public, so he seems like the bad guy, basically gaslighting him 24-7, insulting him. Like, being on top of him constantly, making him quite uncomfortable, Especially at the beginning, because he's basically like, please leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone. And she's basically bullying her way into his life. And I don't like that. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, this type of thing, like, couldn't be cute. But, you know, she insults him on the regular. Like, takes advantage of him financially. And honestly, it's a hostile life takeover. She starts working at his job and showing up at his house yes of course she does good things for him now and then but she basically more than half a time emotionally manipulates him and if that were something if that sounds anywhere near familiar to you please please seek help these are not things that should be happening regularly i'm not saying that people can't jump into your lives because people do jump into your lives i did that with my partner i jumped into his life but the thing is we worked our way to being comfortable with each other. 
it wasn't just me shoving everything aside, insulting him, insulting his masculinity, and then saying, this is where I stake my claim. And don't get me wrong, after a certain point, he starts liking her, but he gets so used to the abuse that it's weird to him when he she's behaving kindly. Like, that shouldn't be... That that's bare fucking basic minimum. I I don't know. That show made me hell of uncomfortable. Mm, there was something about it that wasn't for me. And I know that there's a season two coming out. Uh, I I can barely make it through the first season. I don't. I think I'm just gonna drop that. Like that's just not something that I want to see. If you want to see it, you know what? Maybe maybe it's just the way I felt. Maybe because I've had bad experiences with people like that in my past. It could be that. Everyone's different. And, you know, I'm going to end this with saying, like, outside of rewatching The Wallflower, um, I got Funimation for myself, which I'm kind of excited. I've been watching hella fucking, like, animes on there. And, you know, I decided to kind of do a TikTok about it because I wanted to see if, you know, you know, maybe some people might not know. Maybe they could be interested. Well, holy fucking shitsicles. I didn't know there was a fucking gigantic cult following for that anime. And how some people actually prefer, like, the live-action version. Some people prefer the Korean one. Some people prefer the Japanese one. And honestly, I think it's really kind of cool. And, you know, I'm not alone. But I also noticed that a lot of people who had already watched it are, like, older weeks. Which, you know, that's kind of cool. And I really appreciate that. But this is the end for me because I really need to get some fucking sleep, bro. It is 3 in the morning. I gotta be up at 7 in the morning so good night to you guys or goodbye or whatever you're feeling right now with that (laughs) oh my mess enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.